This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello, comic book readers. I am Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Welcome to Off the Rack. It's a comic book review show where we take the books from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up, which is usually Wednesdays, but DC mucked everything up over the pandemic, so now it's Tuesdays and Wednesdays, unless you buy your comics and floppies, in which case, it's probably Wednesdays, because most comic book stores don't bother to put them out on Tuesdays, they just keep them behind the counter. One comic shop that we like to go to actually does that, where they're like, they keep a stack of the DC books behind the counter. And they're like, these are going on the shelf on Wednesday. Would you like them now? Let me root through it and grab one for you. Nice. <laughs> Which I really appreciate because like, yeah, it beats what other comic shops that I've patronized over the past year have done, which is stop carrying DC altogether. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can have a pull list, yeah. but they're not going to order them. Right. Like, you won't be able to just, just check them off right the now, rack, we'll so to speak. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll see. Right? Uh, but yeah, so uh, we also want to mention that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live right now, welcome. Uh, you're you're some of the lucky few, and you have the opportunity to sponsor today's episode by using Super Chats. Those uh, Super Chats go into the infrastructure of uh, the entire Comic Pop channel. We do appreciate it. And uh, as an added bonus, we get to read them here on the show. So if you happen to uh, want to share uh, some thoughts or have a question or comment, use Super Chats, and we will read them here on the program. Like these fine people, like Patrick Lawson, says, I finally made it on time. Here is some support. Well, thank you very much, well, thank Patrick. Thank you so much. Uh, Raj Patel says, hey, Sal and Tiffany. Hello, Raj. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thanks for being here, man. Just wanted to say Swamp Thing, Noctera, and Hellions are great. Gonna try the new Suicide Squad from ARC. Uh, and screw Berserkers movie treatment BS. Enjoy the warm <laughs> weather coming in Jersey. That's right. It is going to be about 60 for at least two days. Yeah. Uh, it's coming up. I can't wait. Uh, so thank you very much for your support, man. And uh, great reviews all around. Did you read Hellions? Yeah. Uh, yes, I did. So we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, you know what? Let's talk about it right now. You read Hellions. How was it? Uh, well, it's written by Zeb Wells with art by Steven Segovia. Oh! It was awesome. Yay, Especially good. if you don't like Mr. Sinister. <laughs> I don't think I don't know anybody who like likes Mr. Sinister. Well, I think people like to hate Mr. Sinister. If you were looking for an opportunity to enjoy watching him literally suffer and be tortured, yes. this was the issue for you. Uh, he's been asking for it since Dawn of X. Yeah, Arcade is out of his mind. I mean, like that sounds about right. More so, I don't mm. know. He like, seems a little more unhinged. A little more unhinged. Um, there's a lot happening uh, there. But needless to say, he has the Hellions. They're all like in little like rooms in his murder world, mm -hmm. and like there's like robots involved, and and you know they're using uh, was it Mastermind? Yeah. Um, to trick everyone to thinking that those robots are part of like their dreamlike states that they're in, and they're all uh. experiencing different things. Like Psylocke is, is hanging out with her daughter. Oh. And you know. Um, uh, Crow is in like Vietnam, okay, re-killing people and being told it's totally cool. Oh no! Like it's don't worry, it's cool. Wild it's Child cool. has a moment between um Sabretooth and Wolverine where Sabretooth and Wolverine are squaring off. Okay, in the woods, in the oh, snow. That's like, and then Wild Child shows up and like hurts Sabretooth and like Wolverine's all like, oh no, it's Wild Child. Ah, so that's his dream. Oh okay, you know what I mean? Wolverine like, would never be like, oh no, it's Wild Child. No, he wants to be like he, this is what he wants, right? So they're all going through these like iterations of like things that they would like. You yes. know what I mean? Like Nanny and Orphan Maker are in one together. Nanny has all these babies. <laughs> And yeah. Orphan Maker has two nannies. Oh, no. That are, yeah, so, you know, Havoc has Madeline Pryor back. Oh. And, like, she's, like, totally normal and, like, you know. Right. Doing her thing. Cool, and he's cool. he's like, okay. 
Um, but the whole point is that he um, is forcing Sinister to like watch this, and that like at the end of the day, it's like he also um, has to have a check and balance system against um, being taken over as well. In okay. Because it's like how how is Arcade going to stop that? Right. Well, he literally has someone like off. Um, off the grid, off, so to speak. Yeah, like watching everything, and that person has to confirm things. I guess in my head, I'm like, how would you like? How, how couldn't that like be crafted that that's still happening to you, even if it's not happening? Absolutely. To you? So yeah. Like, I don't know how it's really gonna work out, but like he'll say a bunch of stuff, and then he'll go confirm, and you'll hear someone go confirm, and eventually Sinister's like, he says a whole bunch of stuff too, and he's like, confirm, and he's like, do, do I do I confirm that? It's <laughs> like, no, no, don't confirm it. Don't confirm that. Shut up. Only take my confirmations. Yeah, just about me. Fair enough. He also has another person with him, a, a woman named Miss um, Locke. Mm. Who's in like a sexy outfit, kind of okay. like a Psylocke outfit? Yeah, yeah, it's a little creepy. Mm. A little creepy. Okay. Um, he, basically, he wants Sinister to make him a whole bunch of clones to, to fill his murder world with, and I'm like, is this like a Bizarro Westworld yeah. kind of thing? Um, but yes. <laughs> Sinister inevitably just is like, all right, fine, like, yeah, I'm in, I'll do it, and he's like, oh no, so you're supposed to actually hold out, and then I'm gonna, like torture you and like whatever so he's like somebody do that anyway right and so he pulls out like dental tools and he starts like rooting around in his mouth mm. and it's very uncomfortable and like especially if, cool. I, I don't really the dentist doesn't really bother him but if it does it might bother you cool. um but sinister really gets it in, yeah. this, in this issue um eventually psylocke is like her daughter is like hungry so her like she makes her food and then she wants pudding for dessert and like you know and then like they're sitting there and they're eating it and she's like I really wanted to, I really want to enjoy this. And I want you to know that, like, I really appreciate what you've done here for me and giving me this opportunity. Oh. But I have to ask you something. Mm -hmm. What's your name? Mm. <laughs> and it doesn't know. Right. And so, like, she, like, psychically screams out to the others and, or specifically to, um, to Crow. And so, like, he kind of is pulled out of his. But then once they get the blip that, like, anyone's shaking the dream off at all, mm -hmm. they turn it to a nightmare. And oh, so cool. then, like, a really messed up version, version of, of her daughter. Well, no, Psylocke Betsy oh. shows up and is, like, chasing her through the woods. That's cool. Um, so that they all fun. have, like, things, like, turned on them, uh, on their heels. And it's, 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 it goes, kind of goes back to those first issues, uh, notes of, like, horror. You yeah. Know, like, how the first few issues, like, or the first arc had, like, those, like, cool horror moments in it. Sure. This kind of went back to that. Nice. So I really dug it. Like, honestly, just a, a really solid issue. Yeah. Um, Sounds like it's just a consistent issue it, or series. It I is say. a consistent series if it's what you're looking for. And, like, honestly, it is what I'm looking for, but it was kind of fun to see Sinister get it. Good. Honestly. Nice. And the art looks great. Yeah. The art has honestly just been getting progressively better. Oh. Um, like, I liked it at the beginning, but it definitely had its, like, little, like, quirks here it and did, there. Yeah. But, like, they're really starting to smooth out. And, like, honestly, it's just become pretty consistent. Nice. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Milestone Returns uh, mm -hmm. when I, but but before I do that, of course, Brian Rowland says I'm liking the earlier author acts, but you guys are great anytime. Well, thank oh, you, Brian. Thank That's you. very nice. Uh, yeah, we're trying this out. Like literally, I'm coming from my job directly to the studio instead of stopping home. Yeah, it works for everybody, honestly, just because like then you have more time in your life. Yeah, as, as to, long as I actually get out when I'm supposed to. Which you know isn't. isn't Doesn't always consistent. happen, you know. Yeah, and Gerald helping us out in a big bad way. Thank you very much, Gerald, for your support. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Milestone returns. Milestone finally returns as a digital like provision as a digital exclusive series, uh, as a digital exclusive bunch of series but yeah. listen dc is publishing milestone again yeah. and if you had been listening to us for the last month or two 
Uh, you might have been picking up Milestone books already because yeah. DC was making them available through their current Marvel Limited competitor yeah, series. The, the original run the original of series, Milestone. Yes, which uh, for my money is the reason to read Milestone. Uh, for Particularly the Static series was available, but also Hardware. Um, and I think Blood Syndicate's also available there. Uh, and uh, and of course Icon as well. Yeah. Uh, these are the characters people remember, and these if if you remember Milestone at all. But uh, you know DC's been teasing this series for a long time, or at the very least, its return mm -hmm. finally worked it out. Here it is, and it's treated like it's in its own universe as it should be in the Dakota verse. Um, what did you think? Because Milestone so, returns or Milestone, yeah, like new, yeah, Milestone I returns. I should have read the like the credits page a little more closely, and actually, I think it was at the end, yeah. and then I realized that it was like actually two different issues kind of put together together yes because it was like stuff that was published earlier during mm -hmm. dc fandom right and i didn't realize that so there's like this jump suddenly and like we rehash everything we just did right. but done by different artists with different voices with people different ages with like a couple of different story notes here and there and then once i understood that i was like all right cool cool right um i here's what i really appreciate about this because this is very much like a relaunching of this and like relaunch and reboot a reboot honestly and so like you're getting origin stories for a lot of these characters some of them are already established but you're learning about them but and like, they're and they're all updated everyone's right. getting a contemporary right. origin story um but like with the big bang part of it like i really honestly appreciated the modern update to mm. it at first i was kind of like oh damn they changed the original static origin like how he ended up getting his powers yeah and then i realized you know what though like there is something to be said about connecting people who are younger and yes. this is something that's a little more you know on the cusp and on like something that's honestly actually on the pulse of what's going on and what's important right not that like i here's the thing i am so thankful honestly for that first static run not only for telling such a, a strong incredible story but honestly for educating me about an event i was completely unaware yes. of yes um so like that's utterly incredible and i think speaks to the power that comics have in educating folk and so like when the more i thought about it, the more i was like this is perfect like yeah. this is a perfect modernization i think of the character absolutely um in terms of like how folk get their powers i was like this is kind of this is kind of cool i yeah. mean like honestly there was like this moment where i was like this is kind of what i wish in humans was yeah a little bit <laughs> honestly um like right. i i found myself like thoroughly enjoying it and thoroughly enjoying like my ability to relate to some of these characters obviously mm -hmm. we we all come from different walks of life and we all have different um interactions and experiences in the world but i feel like there's something in these books that you can relate to totally. like literally um there's a moment with i guess it's hardware when he's like He's working for Alva, and he realizes he's gonna he's gonna take the fall for all of this, yeah. and like for different reasons. But like he's having this moment where he's like explaining to everybody like what is going to happen, and I'm like, how many people have been at work, right? Not in a managerial position, which I've literally never been in, and you well, not a true one. Um, and you realize you're literally about to have everything put thrown on, you, on top of you, on yeah. you, and like even if it wasn't your fault, even remotely, like and like that was like one of those like connections where i was like i am very much invested not that i necessarily would go the route that he goes no <laughs> but um like there is that like real world connection yes. right there yeah. um so i i feel like there is something kind of 
cool about this like cool that we have the original static but now we have like this kind of and milestone universe in general yes i'm just more familiar with that character so i feel like i can more uh, everyone that is character. like the reality is if you are familiar with milestone in any way you yeah. know static probably more than you know hardware right um maybe icon but only because you're a young justice animated series fan sure sure but like honestly a lot of these stories i was kind of interested in following after this yeah. i will say following like Again, once I realized, honestly, that there were two different books in there, because right. I honestly didn't notice that part of the title page at first. Yeah. And so, like, I'm like, wait, how did, like, three different artist teams work <laughs> on the same pages? Wait, what? What? Yeah. Um, the art does shift quite a bit. Yes. And, like, fairly significantly throughout this book. Yes. And there are some styles I like a little bit more so than others. Same. Um, but, like, there was nothing that I was like, oh, I don't like this. And that's what turns me off from the book. It's just yeah. there were some things I just liked more. Right. Um. A lot of like a couple of these stories, I definitely were like, I really want to like follow this and like see where this goes for sure. Yeah. Like, honestly, like Icon, I was really enjoying that and like the narration of yes. it, of like being like, you know, you know, this is Rocket's like perspective. Yeah, and... well, Rocket's like, you know, hey, like all I asked was to help have like with like drug dealers and bullies basically on the street yes. and like. The realization is in Icon's mentality is like, that's not going to stop there. We need to trace this down. And I was yeah. like, that's really cool. Like, mm -hmm. this is just a cool dynamic between these two. Agreed. Especially since she's also a high school student. Right. Like, and like, <laughs> yeah, as it should be. Yeah. So honestly, I, I, I enjoyed this quite a bit. Yeah. And again, like the, the fact that it was two different books and I didn't quite catch on to that is on me. That's fair. Um, but yeah. like, once I realized that, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I do desperately wish that it wasn't just digital. Yeah, me too. But Honestly, I mean, like, you'll get the trades. That's what I'm, like, that's what I'm actually very excited for because as we know, a lot of folk do trade weight and yes. so this is going to be an opportunity for people because the fact is, you know, if it's a digital series, it's costing them less to put it out. Yeah. It, like, in theory, at least the printing cost is Right, removed. no, it, it absolutely, like, there should be different rules for this series in terms of its, like, it, it's, release. Yeah, and its sales. I um, mean, as you can see, they're also calling it Seasons. So, like, there's yeah. going to be arcs, and then they're probably going to switch out. Like, yeah. maybe, maybe Static's only going to get, like, a trade, and then they'll do another story. Right. Or another character. Right, but, like, I, I feel like, you know, if you're not a digital reader, which I recognize that a lot of people a just of people. don't like it. They don't like the digital experience, and that's not what they're looking for. That's like, right. I think 100%, like... You know, I, if you're like, but I do want to get this and I do want to read these stories, like at the very least you could do is like go to social media in some way, shape or form and be Tell like, I'm really looking forward to getting a trade of this because yes. like I don't read digitally. Right. And like, just let them know that at least you're interested in the story in some capacity and as you'd like to have it. Yeah. 100% the only way that you want to like, the best way to send a message to them is to pre-order. So like in the case of digital, which you can't, actually you can, but like only through uh comicsology i think yeah, you, can, you can like you can, subscribe you can subscribe to the series but what i would recommend is uh contacting your local comic book store uh or where whatever comic place you order your books from and mm -hmm. pre-order the trade yeah uh I, and i know that we did a whole episode with uh jim zub where we talked about like pre-orders and there were like a lot of angry people talking about how like well that if that's the way that the business is gonna be run then i just won't patronize it like that's that'll send a message and I'm like, mm, actually, the only message I'll send is that, like, the book you like doesn't have as many fans as you might think. Uh, and, like, you know, it's like going to a baseball game being like, I don't like how these rules are played, so I won't play. And they're like, well, we're still going to fucking play baseball. So, right. so long. And I mean, they could be handling this like some of the other books that they did where it was like it went out digitally and then later on they printed them. Yes. And so I'm maybe, sure they might. And maybe they'll do that as well. Yeah. Um, But... 
you know, it, it'll depend honestly also where they pay attention to their sales. Yes. Because a lot of times digital sales are handled differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's just my concern there. But otherwise, like, I, I kind of enjoyed this, especially knowing some of the milestone history yeah. in terms of their characters. And so, like, watching them take those stories and try to keep the heart of them, but, yeah. like, make them modern was kind of cool. I agree. I, uh, I liked the first several stories more than the reprint of the book that came out from Fandom. The Fandom one. That Fandom book was rough. It was rough. It, it just felt a little rushed. It was very rushed. The art rushed. was not synonymous with, yeah. the cu- with, with the book. But that, like, again, not recognizing that, like, it just threw me off it's ver- so yeah, much. Like, I, just, I just read I just this. read this. Why am I, what, what? They should have led with that, but I think maybe they recognized, like, the, arts, the art and the storytelling is stronger from the books that are coming out mm-hmm. versus the sampler they released from the Fandom. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I recommend it. If you haven't already checked it out, it'll give you a little like heads up. The other thing I really like about it, and the last thing I'm going to say about Milestone as far mm-hmm. as like today's concerned, is that uh, yes, it's changing the origins. Yes, it's changing everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still, I'm one of the few people who's like, the icon costume sucks. Go back to the old one. Uh, I hate all the red. It's just too much red. Oh, I didn't mind it. But I, I don't think, I think I'm less familiar with like the, like the look he yeah. had. It's a lot of green in the original one, but like I prefer it. I, I just know, think there's I too much red. You got to break it up. I didn't have a. I didn't. How about this? It didn't strike me as like anything was wrong. Well, good. That means that it at least might not. Yeah. Like have I, the same effect. I did legitimately, and I still do it. I think I'll get over it. Miss Statics. Yeah. Costume from oh, the yeah, comics. No, it's 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 a very. But it's modern. Right. It's supposed to be modern. It's supposed to look a certain way, and it's supposed to appeal to a new generation as yes. well as bring in like past fans of Milestone. And here's the thing: is that like normally I'd be like, that sucks, but. They also are paying attention to releasing the originals in digital as well. Yes. They are not throwing everything out. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you don't like that, or if you want the old stuff, just go buy it. It's there too. Right. And that's kind of fun too. Like there's something like. Kind of cool. Well, I was going to say kind of cool about the fact that it's like, there's going to be hopefully newer generations of comic book fans reading this new version of Milestone, these new origins. And having conversations with, like, fans who were, like, ice cream milestone back in the day. Yes. And, like, talking about, like, not only, like, the differences, but, like, the similarities in what these characters are facing. Yeah. And also, like, just who they are as, like, in terms of growth. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's cool. I agree. Uh, it's Bottle Episode Production says, when is the next letters video? I have a stockpile of stuff to send. Uh, it's coming out, hopefully, in the next week or two. Uh, we did shoot a very long one, so I'm either going to split it up into two episodes. We'll see. But I am working on it. Uh, the Star 361 Hellions is a hidden gem in the Marvels right now. Mm-hmm. I genuinely get excited to read it, but they need to chill on doing my boy Havoc dirty. Lol. <laughs> that's, that's why he's there. But don't forget, like, in, in this instance, like, he definitely has some stuff that he needs to get through and to work through. Yeah. Um, and maybe this experience in the last, in this past issue will bring that to the surface enough for him to recognize that he does need to deal with certain things so that he can grow and move on. Right. Crimson Comet 98. Hey guys, how long do you think Wally will remain the main Flash? I like both. I'm glad he's getting redeemed after being a villain in DC's eyes. Uh, as long as the, uh, you know, we'll see. It could last only as long as Infinite Frontier number zero, uh, which did come out last week and we are going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Williamson set up the, he teed it up and he was like, here you go. Uh, Williamson seems to be kind of like the unofficial architect of the Infinite Frontier. The way that like Snyder, while he was not an editor, uh, definitely dictated the line of DC books for the last 10 years. 
Uh, I think Williamson is like up to bat. He's going to be doing that. And Infinite Frontier is his step forward. So let's talk about Infinite Frontier number zero. Let's do it. Uh, because it's one. It's what DC would like to be one of the biggest books of the week, or if not month. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was in sales, but I think it certainly it it does its job of being like this is what we're doing. Can- this is the the future of the DC universe without all that future state stuff. Before we jump into this fully, can yeah. I just say how like. I didn't necessarily care for the fact that they that DC chose to launch Infinite Frontier number zero and the Milestone relaunch at the same in the, time. at the same time. Like I was like, well, one was, got dwarfed big time, and I think we all know which one it was. Infinite Frontier. Uh, no, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah. I, I, I wish they hadn't done that. Yeah, me too. Um, I wish they had put a little more focus on the Milestone relaunch. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's all I have to say. That's fair. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of uh, of creative teams. Obviously, Infinite Frontier is. You know, it's it wants you to think, but not think too much about DC Universe uh, Rebirth, number one, which was released, you know, a long, long time ago to herald the Rebirth relaunch, mm-hmm. uh, where they're like, here's a book that's showing you the through line and gives you an idea about what the direction of this whole publishing line is going to be. Right. But it also embodies the spirit and the publishing initiative that DC has taken on over the last few years, which is... This is a book that show it, it the 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 credits page for Infinite Frontier number zero looks exactly like the credits page for uh, every 80th anniversary book that DC has published over the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. It's this is the title. Here's all the creative teams. The only difference is these are the creative teams on the books that are coming out from Infinite Frontier from DC going forward. Kind you know, of. It, yeah. No. It's like this is this is who's doing the Wonder Girl book. Here's who's doing the Batman book. Here's who's doing Superman. Like. Right. I'm sorry. I I thought Batman was changing. I don't know. No. Okay. They were going to change. No. 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 Originally, Ridley was going to be writing Batman, but he only got Future State, and now that Future State is not a part of the main thing, he only did as much as Future State was. But they're clearly okay. Yeah. No. Tyne in the Four is doing Batman. He's staying on Batman for as long as he wants to be on the book. Mariko Tamaki's taking over Detective, and John Ridley's doing whatever the hell else over there. Well, he's doing he's doing a digital Batman series. If yes. you want to support him, that's a way that's to do, it. do it's it. A, it's one of those ninety nine cent digital series exactly. that eventually I guess will be collected. Right. Yeah, um, and will be printed probably. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So Superman, Philip Kennedy Johnson, Justice League, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, uh, Teen Titans, uh, Tim Sheridan. Uh, I think he got yeah Star Girl from Jeff Johns, Green Lanterns from Jeffrey Thorne. Uh, Josh Williamson is not the main writer on The Flash, despite everyone assuming that would be the case because Williamson's done. Right, uh, right But right. he did have one more thing to say, and he did it with Infinite Frontier. Mm. And more. Uh, but yeah, so what's the direction? Where are we, where are we looking at here? Well, uh, if you read Death Metal, and many of you did, uh, it ended with Wonder Woman being like a big deal, uh, like they always want her to be. She's kind of a big deal. She's kind of a big deal. She, You know, she's the biggest female superhero in the entire... Uh, industry and that's why uh her books always get canceled so uh she is invited to be part of the quintessence mm-hmm. the like illuminati the cosmic illuminati of the dc universe yeah and so we meet the quintessence again this and version of this it. version of it and it's like whoa it's everybody and they're like yo uh there's a lot of wonder women going around so you can join the quintessence you've been around like for a long time right. also like is there i don't know she could like Give her a shout out. She, I don't yeah, know. yeah, she could pull a few strings. I mean, it's like <laughs> if she wants to. Yeah, which I doubt. <laughs> She's like, go back to the island. Uh, but no, uh, the quintessence invites her to be uh, a member of the quintessence, and she's like, wow, what an honor. 
And Sandman's like, yo, do you remember Kingdom Come when I took Norman and we... Spectre. The Spectre? Oh, yeah, I said, said Sandman. Sandman. <laughs> it's because I wanted it to be Sandman. I, that, that was honestly, like, really disappointing. That, that there was like, no endless whatsoever across the board okay. you know from what, Death though, Metal like, to honestly, this? Honestly, there is always part of it that wants to protect them and yes. keep them over there. But, like, I was like, this is a moment that you could have it. This is a moment. This is definitely a moment. And they Scott would probably, took that moment. Scott took that moment. And maybe that's why people are afraid to take that moment again. I mean, like, I, I, was, did you, it was how did you feel about Dream and uh, uh, Daniel Hall? used in dark knights metal um well because they didn't really follow up with anything then it was kind of like oh yeah yeah it kind no, of felt true. like a weirdly wasted opportunity mm -hmm. like you had a chance to do this and you didn't really do anything with it you just put him in there and he like points you in the right direction and right. like honestly in terms of like knowing the halls um connection connection fine yeah. But like, I, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. It was almost like an afterthought. Like, oh yeah, that's right. Daniel Hall, right? <laughs> like it felt like that. Yeah. But I did like the inclusion of him because metatextually Dark Knight's Metal was about story. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Spectre's like, yo, uh, I, I took Norman across like the DC universe, showed him a bunch of snapshots. I'm going to do that with you. Let's go. So he's so just like, hey, we're doing a zero issue. It's written by a whole lot of people. So we got to go to I all am, those books. I'm the narrative device. Let's yes. go. Let's go. Uh, the, the So the narrative advice is Wonder Woman has to make sure all of her friends are going to be fine Wait, without Wonder Woman. She tells them that she's like, when I talk to the, the hands, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so sorry, um, that they warned her about some great threat, threat the, the impending doom yes. that she needs to watch out for. And they're like, what are you talking about? Right. And they're like, we didn't see a threat. Oh, I, there might've been a, th and then they secretly were like, we, there was a threat, but we took care of it. Yeah. Shh, but let's not tell her. Let's that. not tell her that. Not like we wouldn't have to tell her when she became the quintessence, yeah. but whatever. Oh, uh, Spectre, why don't you go take her on a merry jaunt? Um, and, and like, let her, and let her check out the fact that like, no, see, there is no threat. It's totally cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so then we check out the books, right? So check out the books. So we got Superman from Philip Kennedy Johnson, where, uh, apparently rich Johnson's, uh, theory slash, leak about the renaming of Black Adam at, into Shazadam might have actually been accurate. Yeah, there it is. It's also Well, yes and no. Like, that's what they call him. That's like, what they call him. Like the, Will he be called that? Will he get a book called Shazadam? Who the hell knows? I'm hoping not, because I think that's the dumbest thing I've heard in, like, a few days. I think if you need to rebrand, it's okay to do that, but, like, I don't know. That sounds like a first idea. That's a first idea. Um, I will say my biggest gripe about this book is how... Little Superman is in it? Everyone's face is so... The same? It is very same, but everyone has clearly de-aged. Yes. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Oh, we're doing this. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure, um... Why not? Right. But like that was where, what it was. Like our main characters are significantly, they look significantly younger. Right, right, right. Um, well, we get an idea because we're not using super, this isn't the Superman book. This is more just Superman dealing with Shazadam. So we're seeing, or Black Adam. And we're seeing obviously some synergy between the movies because obviously, you know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to be Black Adam. Yeah, the, the this movie. guy doesn't look anything like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, I'm glad though. I'm glad. <laughs> Don't make him look like he should in the comics. It's not, listen, if you're, you're going to do that with anyone, I think it's okay to do with mm -hmm. The Rock, I yeah. guess. Unless you're a big, you know, Black Adam fan, and then it's like, you don't want that. You That's not what he looks like. Yeah. That's fine. But uh, I will say, uh, let, let, let's not even do the stories. Let's just, so super. So we, we looked at what Bendis had to say about Superman slash Black Adam. Meh. Meh. 
meh. Yeah. We got James Tynion the fourth teasing Batman. This this dovetails right into Batman one hundred six. I will say this story was tight. This story, the Batman story. This one, there was elements to it I really really enjoyed, which is why I honestly didn't think Tynion had written it, even though I do like Tynion's yeah. work. Yeah, I yeah. hadn't been digging it his Batman, mm-hmm. and so like I assumed immediately that yeah. it was uh, Ridley. Right. Um. But no. 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 So. Uh, you know, we meet who's going to be the whatever his name is, the guy from Fu- from Future State, Citizen Zero One, or whatever the hell his name is. I don't remember. Oh, is that Peacekeeper him? One? Yeah. Oh. It's not yet revealed that's Peacekeeper One, but this is obviously going to be Peacekeeper One. Oh, Mahoney. Um, Mahoney. Uh, we find uh, we go on a whole ride right. with Mahoney. Yeah. Oh, I don't even want to do. So we're not doing the story. Yeah. No, no, no. What uh, a couple of points of, of order. Uh, Bane's dead. Mahoney's. Uh, Bane's not just dead. He's Jokerized. He's Jokerized and dead. Um. Mahoney has uh, lost his legs and arms. Who's Mahoney? A new character that was created for the story, yeah. uh, of course, because James Town the Force is writing it. Yep. Uh, we get two of those for the price of one. We do. We Grifter. Get, we see Grifter. We see Tim Fox. We get... Um, Jace. I was going to say we get, uh, for me, uh, like goals, because I really liked um, Batgirl or, you know, Barbara's uh, outfit. Yes. I, was I, like, I love it too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's simple, but still, mm-hmm. whatevs. Um, yeah, Grifter. Gotta yeah. get Grifter in there. Gotta get Grifter in there because More somebody Grifter. really needs Grifter in this universe. Uh, Batman, uh, obviously it's, it's drawn by uh, Jorge Jimenez. Uh, the Batman I'm on my way page is gorgeous. It's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Wonder Woman checks out uh, the new Wonder Woman. I freaking loved this. And I know we're not talking about story, but I just love that Like she's like, oh, they're clearly having a little competition to see who's going to be Wonder Woman. It's going to be Nubia. Like, she's like, she I knows. mean, it's obviously going to be Nubia. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, why would they do that? Right. I it like, is. And Hippolyta does like a whole little thing and like it's it's really cute the way she does it. But like the big change here is Hippolyta is actually leaving in place of Wonder Woman yeah. to investigate Yara and Nubia is now the queen of the Amazons. Right. I was like, that's kind of cool. That's a cool idea. I, mean, I have a feeling that obviously she, she, like Nubia will be springing into action as, no a, as, as, as Wonder Woman. Yep. Um, but like, I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, that is dope. Yeah, I agree. Unless they're going to do something, like, more based around the mascara and, like, her, like, defending the cool. island against it. That'd be cool. I'd be okay it. with that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I was like, that's neat. Yeah. Uh, we saw the Yara Floor story, which, of course, Yoel Jones or Yoel Jones or Do- Yo- Joel Jones. Yeah, I will say the art for the Wonder Woman book was oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. I, I didn't find it egregious, but I also, it didn't wow me. It didn't wow me. And then I really liked Joel, Joel Jones' Jones. <laughs> artwork, and they followed it up with that. I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Best totally looking different feel, though. Yeah, totally very different, different feel. feel. So Yara Floor, and pre her becoming Wonder Woman, pre, yeah. she's, she's Wonder Girl in this universe, uh, pre Future State. Uh, setting her up, fun stuff. I enjoyed it. It's like three pages. Yeah, uh, it, got... it was it was adorable. It's love, but it. like it's it's that sort of like um, really you know well done script that yes, those three pages give you a lot of like character development without yep. hitting you over the head with it. Totally. Plus, and... of course, like you know the lingering mystery. And... I know. I love those girls. Yeah, they're great. Uh, then we move on. Uh, we've gals. got the gals. We got the JSA update. Uh, of yep. course, Alan Scott is now gay nobody cares like sure i mean i get people i know people I'm, i know they do uh i couldn't care less uh good for him uh for, no, for was... getting out of uh you know the closet and it was a sweet moment between, and a sweet family. Moment between family yeah exactly i like the I, I loved the uh the way in which the, the the characters interacted yeah it was like very genuine and true yeah, and he's going off to do something yeah like he's gonna he's gonna go watch over something knock yourself out uh, then we go with the, with the Titans, uh, the Titans go to, you know, Titans Tower, which is, like, cool looking. 
and has like a, a John Woo problem. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of doves. <laughs> Maybe they're seagulls. In any case, I couldn't care less about that. Uh, there, you know what it was for that one? There wasn't a whole lot, a lot of character. To it. it was or like anything. a lot of super amazing looking images, like, which does the look art great. were the art was spectacular. Yeah, but there wasn't enough to like really like drive me to like right. Like, why do I care? Wonder like what? Where is this going necessarily? Like, I was just like, I really like looking at this. Yeah, like no, I think this I, is very like pretty and yes. like. You know, it's cool to see a new generation, but like the way in which also the book kind of moved past it because it was so short, I was like, you're not really making me want to linger here either right mm -hmm, now. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we got Superman. I don't know. John Kent is a is is Doom. Yeah. By the way, if you thought that John Kent was going to be aged down or, or like somehow not dragged through the mud even more, well, sorry, buckle up. But like he does redeem himself. I thought that story was actually pretty cute. It was cute, but like the implication made me not enjoy it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, like what I cute, I what I here's what I liked. I like Wonder Woman got one over on the Spectre. She yeah. was like, yeah, but. Right. He's like, ah, fine. And I thought his solution, I thought that was adorable. I agree. Like that it was just lost yep. as a baby. I right. was like, cute. Very Star Trek. Yeah. Hard to believe. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Green Arrow. Green Arrow and Black Canary. The art for this, I Great. loved it. Of course you did. Oh my God, I, I love no doubt. this. Uh, but you got to see Green Arrow and Black Canary interact, with, which was wonderful. You got Roy Harper, he's back. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't call Jason, which kind of like is surprising. Well, I think he, he might be calling and hanging up on people. Uh, I think that's exactly. That I mean, sounds, he does it here. Yeah, that sounds pretty par for the course with Roy Harp. Yeah, I also just honestly enjoyed, um, you know, him at the gas station yeah. being like, oh, hey, yeah, it's me. I'm alive. I'm alive. What do I do about that? It's like, dude, that's happened so many freaking times. Right. But like, you know, he's on this end of it. He's yeah. like, I don't want to do that. That's true. It's awkward. Yeah. I'm he glad wants he... to have an awkward conversation. Yeah. I'm glad he found his hat. Uh, Star Girl, it's cute, it's fun. It has like that Todd Nokian art, which this like is... feels like a Spider Man like year one story. This was the book that didn't quite fit in. No, it doesn't fit to in the any rest way. Of the books in, in terms no of tone. tone. Yeah, it's um, a Marvel book in a DC anthology. It is, but like also, I mean, maybe at the end there potentially is something that's more like darker or sinister. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't know. Um, but this had such a different feel. Yep, totally different feel. It was very bizarre. I I enjoyed it. But it was also like, what? Like, it was maybe the last thing you should have put in there. But right. Especially because it broke up the Batman story that, like... Everything hey, broke remember, up the Batman Remember story. Batman? Uh, we got more of that story you were reading. Oh, we do? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, you know. I, I could not care less. The art is so great. But the... the I'm, I was done with the Magistrate when it, when it started. And we're setting it up even more... I can't. Yeah. I'm glad I've dropped this book. Well, honestly, um, Wonder Woman, they, they very much state at the beginning that, like, Future State was kind of her journey. Yeah. And that, like, she saw all of these things, and right. they were all potential futures. Yes. Which, to me, says, like, with Yara, potential futures depending on how they sold. Um, But, like, possibly with Batman, and the reason why that one was so fleshed out and so connected was because they were going ahead with that no matter what. That was going to happen. <laughs> like, there's just certain elements that no matter what, and so, like, they didn't mind having all of the books there, like, Connect. feed into one another and, yeah. like, really, like, explain to you what the Magistrate was all about. Right. Because they're like, yeah, but we are going to do that. Right. But we're still going to do that, though. However, they could obviously, like, just pull the rug right out from under us mm -hmm. and, like, take it a totally different way or, like, 
we don't actually make it to that. Like, right. this is the time that, like, in this universe, Batman, Batman stops it. it. And that like, would be Batman very... and his friends. That'd be so triumphant, and I'd be okay with that. That would make me go back and pick up the trade. But mm -hmm. for now, I'm off the ride. Especially because we have yet another new villain created by James Tynan the Fourth. He likes birds. Dude, you're gonna get your McFarlane figure. I promise you. You don't need to keep throwing things at the wall. Because your new figure is going to be Scarecrow, a character you didn't create. And here he is, and he looks like an idiot. I loathe this. It is so complicated. It is just, it's a hat on a hat. It is, it is just, it's everything. It's every idea. Give me every idea you've had for Scarecrow over the I last mean, 10 years. Admittedly He speaking, would trip over those fucking things in a heartbeat. Well, he's not supposed to move much. Admittedly <laughs> speaking, if I saw this in uh, anywhere... I 100% would be like, I have to leave. He's scary. Now. Granted. It, 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 seeing this in real life, yeah. when when conventions come back and people decide they want to dress up like this, they will, I'm not going to take a photo with he's them. He's going to be scary. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, so admittedly, they, they nailed that. Success. Like, it's an uncomfortable looking image. It is a weird It design. is uncomfortable, although for a couple of different reasons. One, I mean, obviously there are things that like make you uncomfortable to begin with needles. needles you can't see his face yeah um yeah that creepy mask that like never should have been invented in the first place but for whatever reason like we carried on yeah sure um so there's like a lot of imagery it's here got a bird's nest on his head yeah um however the other part of it that i'm not a fan of is just how much there is there's a lot going there's on a lot of elements and so like woe onto the artist who has <laughs> to draw this in any sort of action that isn't sitting my god um this that reminds me of like when when they redesign iron man's outfit and they gave him all those stupid ass lights like all over him and i'm just thinking of the artist being like he's got to remember all those circles <laughs> he's got to draw all over iron man the colors gotta be like oh yeah there's light coming out of everything yeah. i'm gonna screw the light source it's just him it's just it's a it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot, lot to ask if you ask Tim Gunn to, to critique this, oh, he'd be like, that's like, a lot of look. It's a lot of look. Lot it of worries look. me. It, this worries me. You can't look at this. I just, just want to like, look, look like from, you know, you got the mask. Okay, cool. You got the, 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 whatever, like crow type wing hair. Okay. I guess Crane has that. You got the bird's nest on the head. Makes me think of Radagast, which nobody wants to think of that. You got his weird tattered robes. Okay, right on. But you got the gloves. They're not full arm gloves. Those are like little hand gloves for his little needle thingies, which each have their own tube. They, they couldn't, they have vials. It's maybe he has to reload them every time, but no, because he's got the, he's got the, the pipes. He's got the rope, like boots. There, again, there's a lot of this that I do enjoy. It's just, it's, it's like a any, lot. Yeah. It's, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Um, I mean, honestly, though, like the silhouette for this. It's going to be cool. It's dope. Like if you were to just, you know, completely make this one color, right. it's a cool silhouette. Yeah. There's a lot happening. Yeah, that's true. We have a Green Lantern story that highlights uh, like all the Green Lanterns that are probably going to show up in the book, which is fun. Uh, we also finally get like some, not justice, because like Teen Lantern was around, but like some acknowledgement. Hey, Teen Lantern, you're you're in. You're, you're well. You you have to also like we have to acknowledge you. And, right. Like, people we need have to, to figure this you. out and be like, uh, what? Right. Um. Which luckily, like, if you didn't know what was going on with that character, John helps us along the way with yes. that. Which yes. yay, John. Right. Because I like him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Barry's leaving, which like good riddance. Uh, but he's not going uh to leave the universe without a flash. Uh, he's gonna be replacing himself with Wally, so now things can get back to the way they were in 1986. Barry, you're out. Wally, Wally you're, you're in. in. But now you've killed people. Yay! Um, 
I love that Wally is... No one will is... remember that. No one will remember that. I promise you. Except that everyone does remember everything. Yeah, I know. And everything did happen. But uh, yeah, no, I'm... I'm... This success quo it's where it's like, it took like, what, 11 years to fix a problem that no one asked for. Like, you know what I mean? Wally was Flash. No one was complaining about that. No one. Mm -hmm. And then Jeff Johns is like, I didn't like that. I want Barry. So he got Barry back and like forced him to become so synonymous with the DC Pantheon that to get rid of him would be a mistake. Mm -hmm. So what do you do with Wally? And because like the, the writer at the time didn't care about Wally and wanted to like try something else, created a different Wally. Like, it just became a big monster mm -hmm. of like a problem. And now it's like, I love this status quo for Barry. Cause it's like, okay, you know what? Stick him in the speed, stick him in time, whatever, but make him a cosmic hero. He's always been that. Yeah. He died fighting a gun wielded by the anti-monitor. Like make him a cosmic hero. You have too many people who can go fast and that's their whole shtick anyway. Make Mike Wally flash make. And you know what? Now that you've like screwed him, like he's got a redemptive arc. Like, as opposed to Wally's arc from 86 to 2011, which was, will I ever be able to fill Barry's shoes? Well, you did for a good 15 years. Right. But now it's, will I ever be able to outrun Heroes in Crisis? Yeah. And the answer is, yeah, obviously. But, like, now it's in a weird place where people, you know, for a long time, nobody cared because nobody knew Barry. But now people have had Barry, and now you have to differentiate between Barry and Wally. And... Williamson set this up, but he's not writing it. So whoever's writing it is going to have to care. Right. Is 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 this the art for the book going no, forward? No, this is just Howard Porter has worked with uh, okay. Williamson no, a that, number that, of times. And that's so. fine. Um, yeah. I'm, it, not, I'm not the world's biggest Howard Porter fan. I'm not either, honestly. There's just a couple of, like, too many inconsistencies, especially in Agreed. certain faces and certain anatomical decisions. Yep. That said, I don't know who's coloring this book, but I actually really like it. I do too. Like, it really fits the tone of the flash in my head. Agreed. Like, not, like, so comic booky that it's, like, childish, but, like, bright and colorful and hopeful. Yes. And I love the effect of them running. Totally. Like, that coloring effect, I think, is dope. I agree. Uh, and then, of course, Wonder Woman's like, yeah, see? Everybody's good. Inspector's like, fair enough. So are you joining? And she's like, no. I'm going to do my I'm, own thing. I'm going to put on my Lady Sif costume. Yeah, that is... That is just straight up Lady Sif, ain't it's it? It's not exactly that. Listen. No, no. She's no. wearing red and armor and has fur. Obviously, I'm going to make that connection. Yeah, but also, she, she has cool. a sword. Yeah, and sword. And she looks cool. And she does a little spin and she has little braids. It's very Viking. Okay. Yep. I'm sorry. I dig it. <laughs> I'm okay with that outfit. I'm okay with her being like, I, I am going to need to be in DC events from now on. So I can't join the quintessence every time. Yeah. Also, look at everybody. We all stand for a pose nobody, a photo nobody took. Except they did. It's drawn. That's here it true. is. And here are a bunch of characters that weren't even in this book. Yeah. Woo, I was happy to see girl. Steel's there. Yeah. What? Steel? Yay. Yeah, good. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, I know. I agree. Oh, I was like, that's that's cool. Yeah, Harley Quinn didn't get a story, which was kind of amazing. She was in a panel. That's right. Of the Batman story, frosting a cake. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> um, it was just it was nicely drawn. I remember yeah. it very distinctly. Oh, they also mentioned the else or the the uh, well because the epilogue is also written by Williamson. Yes, of course, because he's setting up. Well, because that's where um, Barry's going. Yeah, he's being sent off to go investigate that planet yeah the two planets we got elseworld and earth omega yeah and i think he's gonna go look at earth omega because they don't know how to classify it right well we'll see how they're gonna be wait able to is it El earth omega that he's gonna go look at or is it something else i think it is i don't remember um oh. superman says it to him 
Oh, Superman says it? No, 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 no. Go this way. It's in here. It's not that Superman. Oh, oh, Val, oh, Val Zod. Yeah. Okay. It's President Superman. Or President Superman, sorry, not Val. <laughs> not Val. Earth, oh, that's... Earth Zero. Earth Zero. I, listen. Oh, no, he's just saying Earth Zero looks stable. That's where we Oh, are. okay. Yeah. Then maybe he doesn't say it to him. But I thought that that's where he was going. Regardless. Yes. That's not the point. The point nope. is there's like a post-credit scene. Yeah, post-credit scene. There's literally scene. a post-credit scene. A post-credit scene that messes, that like that blows the doors off this entire thing where the quintessence are like, we defeated the great evil or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then the quintessence is killed. All of them. All of them. All of them. The Phantom Stranger everyone dies actually i don't think they kill the phantom Stranger. nope yep they do no they do this like the they, specter they, you think they're gonna like not kill the specter and the phantom yeah see Stranger, how they like they whoa completely kill yeah the two of them are like what what uh and then they die and who are they killed by friggin dark side i'm back baby you, i'm back i'm tired of not being in charge of I, being the the bad guy yeah. of things yeah i'm tired of being like second fiddle to the freaking batman who laughs so now i'm back and like they kind of screwed up with uh with um what's it called uh dark side yeah where it's like dark side is like from uh apocalypse which exists outside the multiverse so uh -huh. he's immune to continuities and crises except uh he wasn't because new 52 rebooted him and made him an idiot and then they never really fixed it and then they killed him again right uh, and so it was like he was a complicated mess too so he's like all the dark sides have coalesced into me I'm mass. I'm I'm prime dark side. Well, where I'm all the dark sides ever. He's the alpha and the omega Bingo. Of, of dark sides. Yeah, he's the beginning and the ending of all of them. I suppose. Fine. I like that status quo. Also, like, not a big fan of Vermita Junior anymore. But I like that they picked him because they wanted to evoke that kind of. Thank like, you. Kirby look. Yes, that's exactly. I was like, there's I'm no sorry. way this isn't just. That's why I wanted to go back and just look. Kirby. Well, because like uh, Raphael Grandpa also drew something, and like I. And I love his art. I do like his art quite a bit. And I was like, it's not him, right? He's not no, trying to approximate right. Ramita here because I know no, just get Ramita. He has his own style and I and I very much um, enjoy it uh, yeah. when it's used appropriately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this is just Ramita with uh, Klaus Jansen on inks, which is why I think it's more successful than we've seen Ramita be because yeah. I think Jansen gets his art and I, knows how to ink it. Well, Jansen used to be Miller's inker yeah. and worked with Ramita on like a ton of shit, including yeah. the stuff you love, like his Punisher run. <laughs> Right. So, yeah. So, but, like, honestly, like, as ridiculous as he kind of looks, like, I do love it. And, like, they do a, like, kind of, like, modern take on the Kirby Crackle. Yes. Like, it's not quite the Kirby Crackle that we're used to seeing, but, like, it evokes that feeling. And then when you tie it in with, like, the Remita art, it's like, yeah, you're definitely trying to evoke, like, that, like, Kirby nostalgia. Not only that, but you also get, like, a kind of modern version of his costume. Mm. Like, it's, it's, he's not got a bunch of crap. Yeah. He, Darkseid does, like Superman. Like, Darkseid and Superman are very simple in terms of costume design. Their armor is their skin. So, like, they can wear cloth. You know, mm -hmm. Batman's got to wear armor. So, like, even though I hate it, like, you can put the piping and crap all over him. Because he's also got, like, 17,000 different costumes. Mm -hmm. But with Darkseid and Superman, it's just, just have more cloth. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not getting a tunic, but that's fine. He doesn't need it. It's better. It's the, better than it's ha it has been for a long time. Right. That way, like, if he gets blasted by something, you could be like, oh, and it's, oh, like, no. it's just torn off. Yeah. And, like, he's fine. Exactly. Like, like that, Superman. Like, yeah. Like Spider-Man. When you can see the mask torn, it's like, oh, now shit's going down. Like, yeah. It's cool. But I like that. So anyway, that's the big... But the quintessence are seemingly dead, or maybe not. Or pro or, or they're in him. Who knows? I don't want to speculate. Or they're incapacitated. Right, I but don't know. They, they seem dead. He says die, and then he steps on Spectre's neck. So, like, they're dead? 
I don't know. But like, it seems like they're dead. But that's that. So Infinite Frontier, the question I have for you is not necessarily like what you like, what you didn't like. Is How do you like this as the launch pad for the new direction for DC? Like, because this is what they're, I think this is their way of being like, boom, mic drop. This is DC going forward. Um, so <laughs> that is my review to a T. And I think that's really like, I'm, I want you to continue. I just think that's so perfect because that's exactly what it is. Just, um, so I honestly was thinking about this, um, today. Um, and I had this moment of like, there is something to be said about feeling some sort of level of comfort, regardless of if like your favorite character maybe isn't part of this or isn't the version that you want right now. Like, let's yep. say you're like a hardcore Barry fan. You're like, I don't want Wally. Right. There is, I still think something comforting about the fact that like, this is DC saying, this is how it's going to be for a bit. Yeah. As opposed to being in the middle of a like huge event that's yes. like not letting anything else happen, and then being in the middle of something that you know is temporary, right? Um, until we can get to the next thing, and so we're finally here to the next thing, and and there there's something nice about that. Like I feel like we've landed, regardless of how you feel about about your destination, about my destination, or like the next steps in front of me. I've landed, right? And we're here. I'm now. very, I'm I'm very thankful. Yeah. That I'm here right. right now. And that they're trying a direction. It's not just like, what do you think? Yeah. What about this? Right. Like, no, I, this I is think the direction. Some of these books I'm honestly like legitimately interested in. Yeah. Um, like some of these stories I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where their creative teams take them. Mm -hmm. um, some of the other stories, maybe a little not so less much. so. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean I, I won't try them because. I don't want to not try new things. I agree. Um, just because I'm like, oh, I don't think it's going to necessarily just go in a good place. It seems new and scary. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, we already have experienced a little bit of um, just like exhaustion from some of what was going on with Batman. It's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff, um, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to give it a try again. Obviously, I didn't read Batman this 106, week. 106, yeah. And here's why. Because I'm an idiot who was like, well, Ridley's going to take over. I'm not going to read the tiny one right now, even though literally the logo for Infinite Frontier is on the upper left-hand corner. Mm -hmm. And um, it talks about everything that's going to be leading up. I just didn't read it. Right. Um, and I'm like, oops, oh well. Um, but now that I know it's Tynan, it's it's a little harder for me to jump in, even though, again... You know me. I like Tynan, but I like Tynan on certain books. That yes. doesn't mean I'm going to buy every single thing that he writes. No. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see... Justice League going forward. Yeah, Bendis' Justice League. Um, that'll be something. That that'll be something. I don't know what that's going to be. Yeah. That will be something. I will. I will read that. I'm. I'm kind of honestly excited for. Um, hopefully some new ideas being pushed into Wonder Woman. Yes. I like Wonder Woman very much. I like Diana. I like some of her stories. I like them, of course, when they're a little more mythological. Sure. Um, which I think Yara for me checks those boxes when we're seeing her in future states. So I'm definitely interested in that. I'd like to see Nubia as queen. Like, I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, um, just to see what her journey is going to be for a little bit. There's also something to be said about like that ground floor. Yeah. Um, not, that's, not that some of these characters haven't had history. Nubia has history. Mm -hmm. Yara floor doesn't. Right. Um, I don't know. That's yeah. just like, there's just something for me that I'm like, okay, this is it for a bit. Cool. Right. Good. <laughs> I'm glad we finally, like you said, landed. That's exactly like, right. There's just something good about that. Like that, like yeah. I don't feel like it's like every like 
you know, couple of weeks is going to be upheaval. And I think that just comes from going from a massive event to a mini event. Right. Because don't forget. Infinite Frontier is also an event. No. Oh, Future State. I was thinking the winter one. Oh God. Endless winter. Yes. Endless winter to Future State, which is like a stopgap of stories that may or may not mean anything, except that some of the characters get to progress and have other stories told about them to finally being like, okay, this is like new rebirth. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Re-rebirth. As, but we'll see how long it lasts. Not long. You think so? No. Okay. But well, like... It, the, the thing is, there's nothing here that can't be wrapped up in a week. Oh, sure. Or uh, needs like expansion. Right. So like Infinite Frontier could literally be two months. It's not going to be. I know this on... I have, I have good authority. Josh Williamson's talked to us a number of times. Yeah. And he said it's... Like some things are going to be answered right away and other sure. things are going to be like long reaching. But like D- Rebirth was like Dr. Effing Manhattan... Time was stolen. There was a mystery afoot. Yeah, we, we are going to have a gotta, resolution. Yep, we got to figure this out. Yep. But the comp- this is just here's some stuff. I don't know. Right, but the company's moving forward with the idea that this is going to last for a bit. Yes. And like, there's something like I said, comforting. That's like the word. I'm like, yeah. there's something comforting, regardless of how you feel about it. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. I may not agree with all of your decisions. No. I may not agree with the stories you end up telling. I don't know yet. Right. But like, at least, hey, but at least you you're doing it. You're, 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 you have a plan. You're <laughs> executing it exactly. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. You're, tre- you're treating it like a friggin' company mm-hmm. running a comic book yeah, store. Yeah, here, here we go. Uh, Kevin Kruger says, Tiffany, have you ever seen the Marvel Mego commercials from 1970s? They're crazy. No, but um, now that you've said that out loud, I bet YouTube recommends that to me later on. Yep. That's how I see like retro commercials yeah. usually. So, uh, Crimson um, Comet. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Crimson Comet 98. Also, have you, I've been a long fan, have been a long time fan of you. But I did want to know where did the move the car, George, come from? Uh, it's up on Urban Dictionary. Just look it up there. Uh, yeah, thank you. I but love it, that. It's from uh, the Spider-Man clone Genesis. Yes. Uh, watch that episode. Uh, Pink King's Portal. We need black artists, writers to do what Image did. I agree with that. That's fair. Uh, no, absolutely. They need they need to get the job, and so we need, you know. We need editorial to be, like, more willing and open to do that. Yeah, and then they also need to be supported, though. Yeah. The Star 361, I dug Infinite Frontier. It's legitimately got interested in DC again. Wally back as Flash could be awesome. Hype for the potential, also Grifter. Yep, that's you, right. You, you can't escape Grifter. Nope. You throw a rock, Grifter's there. Yep, to catch it. Uh, Joshua <laughs> Mayhead with an adorable uh, gif saying we're number one, or he's number one. I don't know, it's but either Shiba way, Inu. it's adorable. Maybe the Sheba is, is number one. Yeah. Uh, King's Porkle recently bought Batman Black and White 1. Thank you, Tiffany. Oh, no problem. I heard good things about that, too. After you had already recommended it, uh it's just it's just uh it was fun rab l another adorable uh sheba thank you very much for the cute Uh, authentic apathy roy should have called jason he's literally the only person who would understand Roy's situation agreed in fact i'm gonna pitch it red hood and red arrow or red hood and arsenal book well maybe that's why he hung up he was like why am i calling yeah when i'll just go to his house and hang out well no like why am i calling ollie that's not who i should be calling maybe that's where he's going Ollie did die too he should know I think it was honest. Let's be honest, guys. That him calling Ollie was an excuse to show us Ollie and Dinah together. Yes. Like that's what that was. That was an excuse to show, like, hey, look, they're back. Yeah, we don't need to see where Jason's going to be. He's getting his own book with uh, with Jim Sadarsky. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that that's like going to be Roy's journey is no. to get back with Ollie, which at some point I'm sure he will. But mm-hmm. I, I assume that was just an excuse. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Justin guy with a mustache. Sigarko looks like the guy in the RPG who only cares about the equipment stats and not how they look. Um, this is my ass-kicking outfit, bitch. That's right. <laughs> uh, forget me not, I found Wally because Justice League, the animated series, but since Barry has been the status quo for a while now, and now that he's not, I don't care about the Flash at all anymore. Fair enough. Uh, 
and and Andre Didier says John Reed Jr. is so washed. I don't know what that means? He's exhausted, tired, done. Well, I can't disagree. <laughs> uh, we also read Berserker. Uh, there's a book with no vowels. Read that... or just kind of looked at because... Yeah, right, because that's all you need to do. No, I read it. Um, yeah, I did read this. Uh, Berserker. I read it because you told me to read it. Yeah, I did. You're like, so we could talk about it. I like, yeah, okay. Keanu Reeves, Matt Kent, Ron Garney. Uh, it, it... Old man fights people. Have you ever read Bloodshot? It's Bloodshot. It's like more the eternal warrior it's, it is the eternal warrior meets like well i was thinking like it's the action and the like unkillableness mm-hmm. of bloodshot where it's like you know like i, re- I regrow it's, I, it's matt it's not matt it's keanu reeves being like we can make this movie yeah this, this guy's older i'm yeah, this guy right i could be this guy yeah draw this guy me right now there's a care. movie pitch in a comic book form it's a storyboard it's so obvious and yeah. so like desperate i hate everything about it like the the art's great. The action is terrific. Uh, and I love this as a storyboard. It's a terrific action sequence that is a book. Uh, and honestly, like literally, if they'd said like, this is Bloodshot, I'd be like, oh, you fucking figured it out. But like, this is just like, from the like, vowel, vowel list title to the drawing Keanu Reeves to the like hostage video esque Keanu Reeves video that he made. I don't know if you saw it, but like he did this promo video for Boom. No. And it's like, one take Reeves, man. He sits in this chair. He reads the thing. They left every second of that interview where he's just like, he's like, here's the lines that I'm reading right now. And here's the next paragraph of the lines I'm reading right now. So I'm like, you're an actor, man. Like you, you're not going to give it a little oomph. Like you, you, your name's on this. People think you wrote this. You didn't, but like people think you do. And I know like, you know, comic book fans are like, uh, no, but like, no, they do. Like, people think Keanu Reeves came up with this idea and wrote it. And it's like, <laughs> your name's all over this, dude. You could, like, try a little harder. I mean, like, it's... And, like, let's talk about the good. The good is one of the highest profile actors of the 21st century, 20th and 21st century, uh, is selling comic books. Yeah, that's cool. That's Ding. cool. Uh, to an independent company. To an independent company. Ding again. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of, like, that's... the And those good outweigh all the criticism like for me it's like is this flagrant is this is this pathetically like desperate to be like from the from the eisner award-winning comic book series from boone studios comes this movie like yeah duh but keanu reeves is on comic books he keanu reeves holding more fucking comic books in his hands than robert downey jr ever did for sure you know what i mean like and i get it like but also i don't have to buy it and I'm not going to. Right. I'll see the movie, thanks. Um Yeah, this book is if listen, if you like like hyperviolence, this is a very this is yeah, exceptionally cool. violent book. Um, I like it's, I mean, like, it's it's violent. It's, it's violent. violent. Yeah, there's images. like eyeballs like yeah, yeah, yeah. shooting out. And stuff it's like, that. like it's not like there's violence on every single page, and it's not like it's like a you know like from, a gore fest or, yeah, I've seen those. But like when there is violence, it it's, is it's, it's gratuitous. It is a gratuitously violent book. Yeah. Um but in a fun way. You know, like, if you like that kind of thing, like not everyone's thing? looking for that in their comic book. No, that's true. Um, the, the story is what it is. Yep. There, you know, you, you kind of feel like you already know where this is all going. I've seen it a thousand times. Um, <laughs> like it's I, just like literally, I was like, I don't care. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it a thousand times. <laughs> I mean, good for them. Like, but again, that's cool, and I, I would love for that to help. 
Listen, if 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 even a few people go to a comic book store because they like Keanu Reeves that much to pick up this book, and then the comic book retailer is able to go like, if you like this, there's a couple of other things maybe you want to try. Yeah. Um, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if it even makes if, fans out of it, I don't care. Or even if it like helps those people to just be normalized to the idea of a comic book right. store, like that has a lot of power too. Agreed. So yeah. I don't know. So cool. At the end of the day, it's harmless. Sure. It's just also like. It is Cowboys and Aliens, but at least it looks cool. Right. And I'm not saying Cowboys and Aliens, the movie didn't look cool, but that comic book looks like fucking garbage because it is. Mm. Uh, so yeah, uh, also- I, oh, I was gonna say, I've got two more books. Just oh, so great. You know. uh, Mustafa Siddiqui says, most annoying thing about Tynan's Batman run is that his Detective Comics run from Rebirth was better when he dealt with existing characters. He loves those characters. I think he's- all right, so here's something like, because Batman, obviously, there is something to be said about Batman being a team book at this point, even right. though it is about Batman. But yeah. Detective is definitely a team book. Totally. And so is Justice League Dark. Yes. And that's also well done. Yes, it is. Like, I think there's something to be said for his team books where he knows he has to manage a team as opposed to knowing that a character is the focal point. The focal point, And then, like, there are, like, ancillary characters as well. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that might have something to do with that's it. That's fair. What do you got? I read uh, Infinite Frontier number one Swamp Thing. Hey, Ram V's. Ramvi's Swamp Thing uh, with art by, I think it's uh, Mike Perkins. Okay. We yeah. said Matt now, so now my brain's like, is that is it? No, it's Mike. It is? It's Mike. Um, I will give you a heads up, uh, younger viewers. This book is for ages 13 plus. It says oh, it on the front that's of the cool. cover. Um, I know we just got through being like, oh, gratuitous violence. No, no, but this one, like... DC, give you a heads up. Like, hey, this is really for people 13 plus um, because... It, it leans a little more into horror for sure. Right. Um, we literally, you know, it starts with a murder and like we get like this explanation of a specific style of worm and how it like goes from larva to fly. Uh -huh. Not worm, sorry. A larva grub kind of yes. thing into a fly um, as a means of like IDing when a person died. Oh. Um, and so like that's page one. They're like, hi, kids. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, not for you. Not for you. Um, this book, Ram V is establishing a different swamp thing. Oh. We don't know how. We don't know why yet. And that's part of the mystery of this book. Okay. Um, Ten issue series, by the way. I'm kind of excited for this. Like, this was a very, like, solid issue with, like, some really sweet art. Um, there were times I wish the coloring was a little less saturated. Mm. But I get it. It's a comic book. It's right. not really a gripe. There's just, like, that it's, was a that was a wish list item I for see me. what you're talking about. I Yeah, it's not a Vertigo book. Um, well, kind of, but like, you know what it is too? Yeah, Don't forget, I'm looking at it digitally, maybe like on paper. It's a little different. Yeah. Your, your digital versus paper like very experience different. are going to be very different from one another. Yeah. Um, this book also establishes a new villain, the Pale Wanderer, I okay. want to say is his name. I really, I have to really think about that because naturally my brain wants to call them the Pale Rider. Yeah. Which is not what they are. Um... Which may or which we'll find out, I guess, at some point whether or not they're part of any sort of um of uh, like of like the green, you know, any of those. Yeah, we don't know yet. Okay. Um, they no. are a person from the Civil War, seemingly. I don't know if they. I don't remember if they indicated which side necessarily. Uh. Um, but we get their story, like about how they wandered off into the desert for like various reasons to find like quiet and like solitude and that sort of thing. And yeah. like did odds and ends jobs. And then eventually, you know, the economy took a turn. Right. And seemingly that person wandered off into like the, the desert and found something else. Okay. And 
and like the next time they're seen is like when it's like you know there will be blood you know people like you know pumping oil out of the ground mm. and like that individual that creature is found guzzling crude oil oh cool <laughs> And like, it's, like it's like a horrific, horrific looking image, um, which is, you know, beyond dope. And I really had a good time. But you could see why they're not really trying to make this for kids under 13. It totally. Yeah. That's um, awesome. But like seemingly like our Swamp Thing doesn't necessarily even know that they're Swamp Thing. They are. Um, I, I'm not sure if they were. No, I think they're an immigrant from India hmm. who left came to the states i think that's kind of they didn't really get into the like precise timeline details there um right. but they recently had gone back um to kind of you know patch things up with their dad and i think their dad passed mm-hmm. um but they're missing some time while they were there they can't hmm. quite remember it okay certain things they're like i remember this i remember that and like they have a brother and the brother was preferred because he didn't leave right right and um he's like i remember my brother like maybe going out into the like into the the, the woods and mm-hmm. making a deal yeah and then like he's on the plane going back and like he seemingly swamped things out and like destroys the plane kind okay, of thing. okay and then he wakes up and it was in his <laughs> dreams but it's what it wasn't really we don't know because like then later on like he has another dream where he ends up in the desert with this guy with the pale wanderer yeah. who's actually about to kill like the sheriff mm-hmm. the sheriff's like or the pale wanderer's like you can go I gotta, I gotta, i'm gonna deal with this what what what, what, what are you right that's cool and yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like i'm gonna teach you a couple lessons that you understand things and if you're strong enough you'll come back and so like he seemingly kills swamp thing but he swamp thing wakes up as the guy right so i'm like this is cool this is ramby setting up um something new mm-hmm. uh that fits completely i think in the tone and feel of swamp thing um we get that horror we get that body horror we mm-hmm. get um a, a little bit more leaning towards like a, a mature adult comic with like you know we start off with like a murder and we're just investigating it you know um again the like flesh-eating style like you know imagery um there's a moment when the doctor is describing the body he's looking at he's like i really want to say that these wounds were made by a human mouth except all the teeth are in the wrong place and i was like what does that mean but like that's a conceptual (laughs) horror like you know as like as like an adult who's thinking about that you're like oh oh, i don't like that oh i I don't like that yay good um and and ramby of course setting up like a mystery for this so I'm excited to see where this goes. Sure. Um, this is going to be a pickup for me for sure. It read super quick. Mm-hmm. It is. I counted the pages to make sure it, it, yeah. it is about 21 pages. So yeah. it's normal length. It was just tight. Okay. So that's that. Oh, the other thing I read um, this week was um, I, I was so excited to get this, even though it was $5. Um, Marvel put out uh, oh, yeah. Demon Days X-Men by uh, Peach Momoko. Mm-hmm. It's just story and art. The whole, the whole thing yeah just a gorgeous gorgeous looking book um very much like in um like a a, in the sort of idea of like a 1602 or those books that they did not the not the five ronin not the five ronin ones there were some other ones they did i've got like a spider-man one somewhere it was like you know spider-man in like japan kind Mm -hmm. of thing um not like the show but like you know feudal kind of error right there um that's kind of what this is okay it's marvel in feudal japan yeah sort of um it's obviously a more fantastic version of it um sure think maybe a little more like old school manga a little ghibli in there oh um 
this I, I tweeted this out, but like this book felt like I found like an old manga, even though it's colorized completely. Right. Um, That's awesome. But the they established these rules where it's like you know, you know, long ago there was like humans and yokai, and they lived in peace with one another up until the humans started like expanding and didn't realize what they were doing, which would like dehome the yokai and right. make them upset with them and like the yokai have nowhere to turn to get food except for like attacking human villages and like stealing food okay. and possibly killing people sure. right and and so you're like okay cool got mm -hmm. it whatever and so like we find one such village who is like a bunch of the the town is like hiding in, in one location because there is like uh an oni outside eating their vegetables okay um and you immediately know who it is and you're like cool <laughs> all right that's that's fun that's um, awesome and, um, you know, that Oni is driven off by a little girl who's, like, got a bow and arrow, and she's like, get out. Um, we run into our main character, who is known as Psy, because mm -hmm. it's Psylocke. Right. And her, and, her, and her wolf, um, Logan. <laughs> and um, she offers her help with dealing with their, their Oni problem, um, but that's going to be put on hold because a larger, like, yokai has arisen again they have a, a frequent problem in this village in their temple in which um i think is it's orochi will show mm. up they also call it venom right he's on the cover too yeah it's, but he looks great it is honestly <sighs> so awesome. spectacular looking. yeah that's gorgeous um and so they have a solution which they will like drive this like this enemy this demon away okay. and um meanwhile sai is going to go deal with the oni and mm. the oni is uh, naturally the hulk right it's red hulk though oh um because it just i guess because red also means different it looks it, but it looks it also like has a like a more of a um connection ah. to like certain yokai gotcha, gotcha um he has a baby like a hulk baby <laughs> yeah what's he gonna do with that hulk baby <laughs> well, he needs to it get, looks like abomination he needs to get food for it okay. like that's the thing and like size used to talking to oni and like to yokai and like trying to communicate with them instead of just you know Killing fighting them, them. Yeah. she's like that's all you have to do is just talk to them you, you guys have to find that balance again right um but the, i'm not gonna like tell you the whole story it's just a stun it's for me this is stunning to look at i loved every page of this book um the end is cool because it leads right into the next issue and i'm like i don't know where this series is going right because it doesn't end necessarily where i thought we were going to end and uh, in the time that i thought we were going to end right so i'm just honestly looking forward to it it's like a, a fun little breath of fresh air in terms of not worrying about continuity where something fits in who this character is except for like fun reasons and yeah. like what you know when you're thinking about x-men right now like everything that happens in x-men you're like wait is this Hickman saying something? Is this Hickman telling that person to put right. this character in there so he can use it later on for some grand scheme? Uh -huh. This is a fun, lighthearted a... book. It is $5. It is but an you know investment. What? You're, you're, yeah, because well, you're paying <laughs> for them to take the risk of putting out a book yeah. that is only for a, a, a small percentage. Yeah. So, I like I said, I... I brought this digitally. I'm not going to lie. If I get, get a it. chance, I will spend another $5 to buy it physical because yeah. i just loved looking at it right i liked the story i thought it was super fun but like i really liked looking at it yeah yeah, yeah. that's dope is that everything you've read that's it all right well we're gonna talk that's what about she's got. wandavision in just a second uh, i wanted to mention the dan v 900 says i think one of the most shocking things dc is that we still have no idea what mark wade is going to do everyone assumed 
he would be on Superman, which didn't happen. I just don't know. Uh, and from what I understand, he's very busy, and is only like has the time to do like mini series, like mini stories, like backups and stuff. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't look for Mark Wade on any like headlining books. Busy? Yeah, he's like editing. Like he's like a, he's like a publisher. Oh, does other things. oh, 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 oh. Uh, Matthew Lane says I'm glad that I'm not the only one who thought Demon Day's art looked like Ghibli. <laughs> no, for sure, you get those vibes a hundred percent. Like especially with like the way in which um my momoko puts together the right. art and like the coloring style yeah so wandavision ended uh and it's the I, i'm gonna call it the series finale they might do a sequel because like you know mandalorian could have ended in one season and they were like i nah, made fucking money and people subscribed and, and you could do another season of wandavision spoilers right. from here on out about wandavision wait but do you want to do that or do you want to do recommends then if we're giving spoilers here yeah i guess all right we'll recommend so all right let's do, let's let's shoot out some books amazing spider-man 61 comes out the debut of the new costume uh you had a theory about the costume what was it regarding uh sony and playstation oh that they, they were like we want to have our own costume in the next spider-man right game. dan slot has like three or four of those freaking things <laughs> where's mine here it is and it looks like it's gonna look great on the playstation 5 uh i'm not buying it i just wanted to make a make fun of it for a minute fair um, enough but nonstop Spider-Man number one is coming out from Joe Kelly and Dale Eaglesham. I love oh. Dale's work. Uh, I love Joe Kelly's work on Spider-Man. If you've read Spider-Man and De Deadpool, you're, this is a must-pick-up. Uh, I've been hearing about this book forever. I'm glad it's finally coming out. Nonstop Spider-Man. Hate the title. I can't wait to buy it. Check it out. Nonstop Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Batman Urban Legends number one. This is the book where you're going to get the Zdarsky Batman Red Hood team-up book. It's also going to have, like, I don't know, three other stories. There's Red Hood, Grifter, because Grifter, Grifter, uh, Harley Quinn and Outsiders Part 1. If you are sick of Tynan's Batman like I am, this is going to be my Batman book from now on. There's like literally one other character name on there and you just wouldn't say my favorite. Red Hood, Grifter, Harley Quinn, Outsiders. I was here. Oh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. <laughs> Yay. It's like... Uh, Daredevil 28, obviously, if you have dropped off this book, you must pick it up. Daredevil is a great book, and it's consistently excellent from beginning to end. Uh, and of course, uh, if I'm just going to throw out a little shout out. Uh, Benny the Comic Story and my friend and partner at Absolute Comics uh, has done a backup in Bloodshot number 12. Check it out. Right. Um, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Deadpool's Nerdy 30, number one, coming out by a lot of folk. Yes. A lot of folk are part of this, so... I'm going to guess it's a whole bunch of little stories. Um, it's literally everybody, I think, who's written for Deadpool except for uh, Joe Kelly. Oh. It's Gail Simone, Nizieza, Jerry Duggan, I'm sure they Hossain, missed a couple of people, I'm sure. Rob Liefeld, I'm sure. and Kelly um, Thompson. This is a 44-page book that'll cost you about six bucks, so up to you on yep. that one. Uh, Strange Academy number nine is coming out. If you're a fan of that series, I, I feel like more people are discovering this um, because it's just it's consistently fun and cute. Um, it has a lot of heart. Uh, I'm also going to throw this out there. Let's give it a shot. I, I like Vita Ayala on a whole lot of other things. So uh, Children of the Atom number one is coming out um, this week. So check it out another 44 page book at a 499 price point. Wow. But at least it's a 44 page book at a 499 price I'll point. I'll take it. Um, for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, with art by, by uh, Bernard Chang, by the way, cool. if you were just wondering about that. Uh, Eternals number three 
is coming out. More Eternals. I, I feel like not everyone's on board, but I am. So I just want to give my Eternals fans or friends out there a little like heads up. It's coming out, so grab it. Yeah. Uh, written by Kieran Gillen with art by Asad Ribic. And I I am going to check this out because remember how I said she looked like a Viking? Remember how I said Wonder Woman looked like a Viking? Yeah, Wonder Woman number uh, 770 is coming out um, where it, the subtitle on the cover says like, Vexed by the Vikings of Valhalla. Oh. I'll check it out. I want to just see where um, Wonder Woman's going right now. I tend to not stay on week to week with Wonder Woman for some reason. I don't yeah. know why I'd rather read trade, but that's me. Yeah. Uh, this is written by uh, Jordi Bellier, um, and Becky Cloonan, and Mike Conrad. Apparently. Not sure where that's going. Again, 40 pages, four ninety nine. A lot of books next week are going to be a like little pricier. Yeah. Um, I thought that might be, honestly, GC might be doing that as well. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, so think about your budget right like pick up the books that are important to you pick up the books you want to read versus something you heard hype about necessarily pick up something you want pick up grab a book you really want to to get a hold of that's right um and we'll talk about it next week i guess so uh yeah wandavision uh i don't want to do the whole episode we're just going to talk about it um Mm. let's talk about like just the end and our uh, and the implications of the future uh likes and dislikes what'd you like about WandaVision? Yeah. Um, what I like, the emotional crux of the episode, obviously, and the series, yep. I, I found that to actually be really well written mm-hmm. and acted by Olsen and Bettany. Agreed. Like, I just honestly, just a beautiful set of moments there at yes. the end. Um, that brought me to tears. Um, yeah. I'm not going to pretend like it didn't. Uh, um, but I felt a little weird about a couple things. Okay. Um... The fact that um, we're tossing out things like more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme when we really haven't let him be be that yeah. in his own movie. Mm-hmm. Really? Nope. <laughs> nope. And we're already a stat. Like, well, then, what, then what's very supreme about being Sorcerer Supreme? Uh, if, nothing. If some witch can be more powerful than him. Well, I have no problem. I mean, she could be the Sorcerer Supreme. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just so funny to hear that. I'm like, have we even established that that's really a thing? Really? We Yeah, well, they say it a lot. They uh, do say it a lot. And I, I do believe they do talk about it in the first film. But, like, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's just such a funny thing to hear from me. I'm like, well, we didn't. Oh, okay, fine. Right. Like, fine. Mm-hmm. Whatevs. Yeah. Uh, I agree with those sentiments. Uh, how do you like uh, Wanda's costume? I like it. I like it, too. I, I saw it connects to her like throwback costume and i and seeing like the like throwback uh wanda you know scarlet witch like head thing that she wore as like a costume i like that more you always do so i can't I, even i can't even with you i, I want it to I, I, make it bigger because <laughs> it's very subtle no. like make it bigger no, I, I think like it's, it I think it's fine. I I actually I like it, and, and she honestly fits in with everyone else as yeah. well. So like I get it. Yeah, I give her the keep her the, keep the cape though. Yeah, cape really makes it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the white vision setup and reveal, uh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a big conversation going on, which I'm not going to have, where it was like fan expectations and theories versus like the critical reception of the of the show, where people are like. It didn't do the things that my favorite YouTubers or me as a YouTuber suggested were going to happen, and therefore it sucks. Uh, you know, TV isn't always about, like, detecting or f- trying to, like, solve a clue. Sometimes something is actually really well done if you can't guess. Right, and maybe, like, you shouldn't be trying so hard to guess if, like, you just let the story, no, the narrative I, happen. I, 
I have experienced both sides of that. I've experienced things where it's like, they think they're being clever by not giving you all the pieces. Right. And so like, there's no way you could have figured it out. And it's like, that's, that's, that's just lame. Cheap. But then there are sometimes where it's like, this is honestly clever and I didn't see this coming right. and rewatching it. Now I do. And I'm yes. like, that's just good storytelling right Agreed. there. I'm not saying that that happened here. I just think that a lot of folk might have thought that this show was to do one thing mm-hmm. and that was not necessarily there no yeah uh, people wanted because here's the thing i think like me like when we first when they first announced it one division i was like pass my least ca- favorite characters in the mcu well, yippee uh getting their own show yeah and as it turns out it's a great show and mm-hmm. i really liked it and i love paul bettany i want more of him but like uh, knight's tale and everything but like <laughs> but uh i think that i think a lot of people carried that baggage with them as they entered the show where they're like there's been no mcu stuff this is the only thing. Can it also, can it, I don't really care about Wanda or Vision or the relationship or like the implications thereof, but can it also be a backdoor X-Men thing? Cause I really care about that. And like Marvel knew that. Feige knew that was like, and like right. did a couple things and to fuck with you. Do you ever, do, I don't know if you guys remember like several weeks back when we were talking about literally that reveal, I yeah. believe I said this could mean everything or literally nothing. And it's actually worse than nothing because it's a boner <laughs> joke. Her, her, her. <laughs> I thought that was actually more of a fuck you than it could have been. But no, at the it, same it time, is. I also was like, man, what a wasted opportunity to make Evan Peters just some guy. Um, but I also, I don't appreciate it. I don't think it's funny. And I think it's too bad because it's like, you had this opportunity and you have this, this thing and you're doing it like do it, go, go all the way with it. Don't just, don't just make it a joke. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this to everybody. Yeah. You know what we're dealing with here, people? It's magic. Right. Magic doesn't really have rules. No. So if they decide that that's not what they want to do in the future, regardless of the intent behind right. the action that they did, they can do that. Yeah. Because it's magic. Right. Exactly. It's magic. Yeah. Agatha was obscuring his identity or whatever. Who cares? Right. Or Agatha didn't even realize the reason why she was obscuring his identity is because like he's not from around here exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Uh, why you know can, she can give him speed powers like you know i don't know there's a lot of like there's a lot of unanswered questions and the other thing of course is that i don't think that they were planning too much like i don't think that they had mm-hmm. a roadmap for where they're going with x-men mutants everything mm-hmm. fantastic four a lot of people reed richards all that stuff like when they developed the show and so they're like so rather than try and shoehorn shit that you won't see for five years, because I remember Viking saying something like, X-Men's not happening for another five years. That was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if they're, if they're would you rather have them say Reed Richards and then have it be weird? Like, I remember in Ultimate Spider-Man, in the very beginning of that comic, they reference like the Fantastic Four and they're like, like Reed Richards is an old person mm-hmm. who like hangs out with his, who is like a contemporary of his father or whatever. And then they created ultimate fantastic four. And like, nah, he's a kid. And they just ignored it. Now I don't want them to do that. But no. I also like recognize when you put the horse before the cart too mm-hmm. much. So I, I value that they didn't, that they made it more about Wanda and vision and the, and magic. I would hope so. Since the show is called Wanda vision. Exactly. I mean, make it more about that. Okay. Here, here's something folks. I didn't even remember the boner joke mm-hmm. because the show wasn't about him. No, exactly. I mean, is that character intrinsically tied to Wanda's history? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, Pietro at least. Yeah. Um. But like, I didn't remember that because that wasn't the point of the episode. No. Um. 
I, I don't know. I just kind of was like, whatever, moving on. Like, right. I, I literally couldn't yeah, care it, less. Yeah, in the in the context of the show and in the narrative of the last episode, like throwing Quicksilver away, uh, like sucks, but didn't matter. Like because it wasn't part of the. Story. I didn't. There was no part of me that thought necessarily, honestly, like that's too bad. That like that we were getting mutants from this. Right. I was like, they're not going to do this in a show. Right. I mean, they might hint at something. And again, like that's where my theory came in that like Agatha knew of multiverses and that's why she picked this look for him because she knew that that look existed someplace else. Right. Um, but it it just, I, I don't know. I also feel weird about Monica's role in the show now that it's over. And I think that had more to do with the fact that it was a time crunch. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like Monica is like, she, she's a fun character. She was a really, it was fun to get her in there to get spectrum photon mm-hmm. Captain Marvel into this show. And I'm glad that we can like kind of cut to the chase when we do establish her in something else. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully her own thing, but we'll see. Uh, and I think that she was also a great use for, uh, being a narrative or uh, emotional parallel to Wanda in terms of loss and emotional, you know, stakes in this yes. show. But I feel like they kind of threw her away. I, I think that, like, we gave her a decent setup for a character who can now show up in a lot of other things totally. or even lead her own thing. Yeah. Um, like, we gave her an origin story and then now, like, we can see her without having to deal with that. That's we don't saying, have yeah. to have that baggage anymore, no. which I kind of like. I don't think she was necessarily thrown away. I, I, I am... I liked the idea of like kind of creating new characters in a, in a way. Yes. Um, I do too. Through this show while also using established characters. Again, it's WandaVision. Right. So it's not about her. So it's not about her. Um, but I appreciated her being there, especially for that like final moment between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of folk could relate to that. Yeah. To, re- to relate to what she tells Wanda. Right. About like, I would have, I probably would have done the same yeah. thing. Yeah. If, people, I, if no, I had and, that and I want ability. To be, I want to be specific because there's people who are really dogging on the line where they're, she's like, they'll never understand what you gave up for them. And it's like, yeah, oh. that's, that's lame. Yeah. Like who gives a shit? But also like, yeah, the, she tortured these people for like a week. Yeah. Uh, or, or however long. But like, no, it's the other line. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the other line. I'm sorry. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me, because I didn't realize. Um, well, I'm just. I'm speaking specifically of the line where, like, she's like, if I had your power. I would have brought back my mom. I would have done anything to bring back my mom. Yeah. And it's like, I, I appreciate that, because that's, like, her also reminding Wanda of, like, being a person. Right, like, it's, it's okay. Not it's okay to be weak, but, like, it's, it's understandable. It's not okay what you did, but, like. I get it. I, yeah, like a lot of folk would have done the same thing where they in your position, even if they don't want to admit that. Yeah. I was like, exactly. that's cool. That's a great, yeah, that is a good distillation of, of the relationship between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So uh, I also am a, I'm a part of the rest of the team where it's like, yeah, please give us a Jimmy Woo and uh, and Darcy show. Sure. Or whatever. I would take a Jimmy Woo and Monica show oh, too. Oh yeah. Well, just the three of them. Oh my but gosh. Like, I, but I'll, I'll just take Jimmy and, and Darcy just being in more things. Mm-hmm. I mean, They're obviously fine. they have big plans for Monica based on that ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was like, I literally made a joke based off of a funny like YouTube video. And like, that's what it turned out to actually be about. Like mm-hmm. the well, well. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, wait, we're actually kind of doing that. What? Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. They're, <laughs> they're like, we're, you're going into space. You're going into space. Good, because and that's actually really like that's that's narratively satisfying because like they set that up when she first was introduced. Mm-hmm. She wanted to go to space. She was grounded. It's yeah. Like, Yay. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. Um, Vision kind of just like fucking off. I was like, 
Yeah, he left. I want I a little mean, more closure on that I, character, but like they're like, no, we gave you closure on the character we created for the show. I did too, but I also understand narratively it. Okay, so they kind of painted themselves into a corner a little bit. Yes. And here's why I say that. Because Wanda's entire arc is meant to be about coming to terms with grief, loss, and like the fact that even if you have the ability to change the reality around you, which she didn't necessarily realize it was even happening right. through most of this show. Should you? Should you do that instead of just actually dealing with it? Mm -hmm. The fact that like her fake vision and actual white vision kind of like fixed the fact that vision is here yeah it, of course we're gonna have the question of like is it the same vision yes he has the memories but is it the same vision yeah would do they have the same feelings for one another i don't know right mm -hmm. but like he i felt like he had to leave now that i'm thinking about it because she doesn't have a closure then yeah she's not that's like, not she yeah. literally gets to say goodbye realizes that like the immensity of her screw up yeah um, and, and she leaves herself knowing that she needs to go into exile to deal with the rest of the ramifications. Right. I mean, obviously we see though that she isn't really dealing with- No! Enough, well, she's not dealing with the other element. Yes. She's like, no, it's okay. I said goodbye to Vision. Right. That chapter's closed. I got this whole new thing I'm going to be hung up on. Right. Now that being said, I, I saw some speculation that like, while she was going through the dark hold. Mm-hmm. She was surprised to hear her children's voices. So mm -hmm. it wasn't that she was using the dark hold to find them. No, no, I I agree. I didn't get that either. I okay. thought she was just. I thought she had stolen the book and to was like to educate herself. Mm -hmm. Um and and I heard that and right. I was like, well, now I can just use this for this. Or yeah. like maybe that was again. You know, she's supposed to be in Doctor Strange too. Maybe this is an indicator that like she's gonna start checking multiverses to right. find the multiverse where she did have kids. Right. That and could take be... them. Yeah. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm. I'm. Lots of lots of fun uh, setup. I hope it's like legitimate. It's not just like it, there was a part of me seeing her like doing the lone coffee drinking exile character, and that's her astral projection or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, she's better at astral projection than Doctor Strange. Cool. Yeah. Um, but like that she's, you know, Scarlet Witching the Darkhold and like learning, like, I don't know. It it felt like an afterthought, like seeing it really felt like they were like, that's going to be a really cool. Whoa, what the fuck moment. But also, I don't know what it that means or what it's implying. Well, you know, like how all the end, all the end credits for like the MCU in phase one, mm -hmm. you know, like that scene. I remember, I remember, uh, I think it was Kenneth Branagh, like freaking out about the James Gunn directed end scene where like Volstagg and Sif go to the collector's place and they give him the infinity gem. And he's like, and, and like Kenneth Branagh being like, I did, I, was, I just wanted to establish, I did not direct that scene. <laughs> like that is, that should not be in my movie. Right. And it's like, it's a lot of fun. And James Gunn's great. But like, I, I didn't feel like Sam Raimi directed that scene or anything. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like that was going to be like from anything. It just mm. felt like them going like, that'll be cool. It doesn't, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's ever, like, it just felt like very much like tacked on. Yeah. Even, and it needed to be earned and it need like that scene and its place in the episode and in its like, in its element as a post credit scene needed to feel like, like needed to feel impactful and important. Right. And I feel like even though it was, that it, like no one has a plan for that or wants well, to do anything with that. I would say that I think that I might hold a little bit of judgment on that until we finish Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. Because we'll have a better idea as to what these post-credit scenes for like 
uh, a season are meant to do like are yeah. they meant to connect to a movie are they meant to connect to a future season Show. of it like where where are we meant to go with these this is the first time this yeah is the first one yeah yeah so, we have no idea and it wasn't even supposed to be right right that's the big thing so and again you know doctor strange 2 will come out at some point and we might even have a better idea from that as well like you know does does that connect to this i mean again they establish that the scarlet witch is more powerful than the sorcerer supreme um but still you'd think it might blip on someone's radar that the dark holds floating around and being used out there yeah nah right I did like though when she goes to that cabinet and like we're doing like the the zoom in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like you're like, oh, that could be Wondergore, and I'm like, or Liberia. Yes. And I'm like, and that's that <laughs> for me. Not that. that felt like yeah. They're like yeah. It's just it's just vaguely European. You don't know where it is. <laughs> like we'll make up. We'll 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 answer that question later. And that's what I don't want. I don't I want know, like I, I don't know. want phases to be like well I don't know. Yeah, I, we'll set I that up understand. later. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, it, yeah. I was like, oh, it's probably Wondergore, and you were like, or Ladvary, and I'm like, no, that'd be awesome. I, but it's not. I know it's not. You know it's not. But it could be. Um, but like for me, like, listen, like folks who wanted this to be something else, like I, I'm sorry, it wasn't what you were looking for. But yeah. I encourage you to wait a little bit and go back and rewatch the show for what it is, because mm -hmm. I think there is some real heart and some real character development for some, like, a couple of characters who didn't get as much time to develop in the films. Yeah. Um, I honestly, like I said, like I really, really enjoy the, the acting skill of, of Bettany and Olsen. I, th yep. I think they did such a good job. Agreed. Um, I, I think everyone did a really nice job, um, yeah. honestly, but like, they're obviously like the stars of the show, you know, the biggest emotional crux happens between the two of them. Yep. And, you know, it, it's so funny because, you know, you've got Paul Bettany there and you know, he's got vision makeup on and I... That was still like... He's just, he's just such... He's does such a good job of like connecting not only as like a person would connect but as like a robot who has human emotions right. would connect. It's just yeah. another level and I, I thought it was really well done. Agreed. Uh, let's jump into some super chats and then wrap up. Sure. Uh, Matthew Lane, I'm glad. No, uh, Stephen Lyon, uh, can't stay long. I usually take advantage of the podcast version via Elseworlds Exchange. Uh, thanks for the entertainment and info. Uh, thank you. Uh, you're going to have to find another way to get that, though, because eventually, and by, by eventually I mean whenever we're ready, uh, Off the Rack is going to be its own audio podcast on Apple and Stitcher and Spotify. Well, no, he's saying that he takes advantage of this version on Elseworlds Exchange. Yes. So this is moving over. So it's not like you had a... This is going to be... This is going to leave Elseworlds Exchange. Yeah, yeah. But like, so you're going to have to subscribe to Off the Rack, that's its it. own show, Yeah, uh, which will be available eventually. We'll it's let almost you ready know. to go. We'll let you know. Uh, but yeah, but thank you. Uh, Solar Sphincters, uh, love you guys for some money. Thanks a lot. Well, thank you very Logan much. Logan Shirley, boner, nice. Uh, <laughs> do you think Ralph still has his fast powers, or did that go away with his necklace? I, well, I think his when fast powers were entirely magical-based. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just entirely magic. Yeah. Uh, Miguel Martinez, Ralph Boner, uh, seems like a fake name. Maybe he's Jimmy Woo's missing person. Great show. Love you guys. Oh, interesting. Funny. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Roboto, so live action House of M is yes, more mutants? I, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess that depends. If they, let's, let's, you know, I'm going to throw, let's just throw, I'm throwing an idea yeah. out here and like, I don't honestly believe in this. This just came to my totally. right now. Um, if they do decide that like she does want to look through the multiverse to find her children, what if she does find a universe in which mutants exist and there her kids are yeah who knows and she's like well i'll just make that here then right exactly oops all mutants yeah <laughs> i love that oops all mutants. 
<laughs> Storm King, how much do you think the pandemic impacted the outcome of the show? Dottie seemed sort of changed in character development. Stay strong and stay safe. You too. Uh, yeah, I think it only impacted it in terms of when it came out. Sort of. I mean, like, I, I get what you're saying um, with the Dottie character. Mm -hmm. I think she was a red herring. Yes. I think you were meant to think there was something more sinister there. Yep. Um, but it turns out that Wanda was the sinister That's one. right. That's right. And uh, Mr. Roboto, for, one is magic. The other is not magic. Different boxes. I don't know what that was in regard to, so I can't react. Neither do I. So uh, that's it. We want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, if you want more, uh, make sure. Oh, Logan Shirley. Also, why did Ralph have a headshot in his apartment? He's an actor. That was the idea. Was that he was an actor, and the uh, and she hired him or like got him because of his ability to act. Or maybe she got him because he did look like Quicksilver. Yeah, like from the multiverse. Yeah. Uh, if you want more on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, Tiffany plays video games on twitch.tv slash comic pop. Make sure to watch over on there. Give us a follow over there and uh, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you have a lot of you, you, you have a really great community over there. I do. I really so check like it out at twitch.tv slash comic pop. All links for everything, as always, are in the description below every video we have here. And we'll see you guys next time with another episode of Off the Rack on Monday. Stay tuned tomorrow for Elseworlds Exchange Live and, of course, Wednesday for back issues and more. Uh, and the only way to not miss out is to subscribe. So subscribe to this channel, give the video a like if you feel inclined, and we'll see you guys next time. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long, everybody. I was waiting for another person, like Ethan. Well, he ain't here. I it's, know. It's like, you know, uh, wh why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>